0: Turns to Foxwoods Resort Casino, June 30th and
1: July 1st. Nightmare on Elm Street fans meet Robert England From Super Troopers 2, Eric Stolhanski. From Sons of Anarchy and Guardians of the Galaxy, Tommy Flanagan. From The Walking Dead and Avengers Infinity War, Ross Marquand, Comic book artists, KidsCon, cosplay contests, Ink Fusion Tattoo Pavilion and more. All at ComicCon, A show for the fans by the fans at Foxwoods Resort Casino. Buy tickets now at foxwoods.com and comicon.com. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking you're people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel run in under 12 parsecs.
0: There'll be no one to stop us this time.
1: What's going on, everybody? It is time. For episode number 203 of the So Wizard podcast, I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus reagans
0: You know, there's one thing I know is that life finds a way. What's going on?
1: Not much. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast Three Friends Discuss the World of Nerd Podcasting Weekly. This week, we're going to talk a little bit of news and then we're going to talk all about the new movie, Jurassic World: colon, Fallen Kingdom. Before we get into that, let's find out how everybody's doing this week. Aubrey, you sound like a ball of excitement and fire. What's going on?
2: I'm just so tired. That's really Why are you up. so tired? I work like 50 hours a week. Um I go to GameStop all week and then I go and I go to the brewery at the end of the week. So like the Thursdays and Fridays normally I will I work from 9:30 in the morning to 10:30 at night and I have an hour drive to work. So I'm just just tired.
1: Yikes. Yeah. This doesn't sound like fun. But at least you're making that money.
2: Yeah, I just, I think it's so defeating because I haven't seen any of it yet because, uh, <laughs> yes. you know, GamesDump does bi-weekly paychecks. So it's like I'm on my third week there, but it, it hasn't, it's my third week. So I haven't worked long enough to get a paycheck yet. Like this will be my first paycheck at the end of the week. So maybe after seeing it, I'll feel better or maybe after seeing it, I'll feel worse. What's we'll <laughs> it?
1: Well, then you can at least go spend some if you yeah. can find a time when you're not sleeping, working, or driving to work. So.
2: Pretty much, yeah.
1: Word. All right, Mark. What are you doing? What's going on in the world of Mark Ellis, or the world of Mark Ellis Regans, <laughs> or Marcus? Uh, Marcus is
0: doing fine. Uh, Mark Ellis, he's kind of a pain in the ass, but uh, <laughs> but I'm all right. I'm doing good. Um, nothing, nothing big. I've been. Uh, watching uh, a lot of uh, Luke Cage, which I didn't mean to. I kind of forgot that it was going to be premiering this weekend. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll bust out a, an episode or two real quick, you know, just to see what's going on. And before I knew it, binge Netflix was just, it just kept playing them and I just kept watching them.
1: Well, it's good though, right? That's a good sign. Y-
0: yeah. Yeah. I haven't finished it. I haven't done it all in one weekend, but, uh, what I've seen so far, I am enjoying. So it was, that's it was a rough start, but, uh, I'm probably like close to the halfway point. And, uh, it's getting a lot better.
1: Nice, cool. Yeah, I, I I also completely forgot that came out, and I still haven't I haven't had a chance to watch it. So I've literally been sleeping and working and going to the movies to see Jurassic World. That's been been my uh, been my my world, my Jurassic World.
0: Mm-hmm. You're in your spare time. That's what you do. Go to the go to the movies to see whatever summer blockbuster is playing.
1: Right, right. Whatever is required for the podcast is what I did. Right. So. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, So, Mark, why don't you tell the listeners out there where they can find more So Wizard podcast goodness for their hearts, minds and ears?
0: Alright, so everybody can go to soulwizardpodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week Uh, You'll find movie reviews from yours truly You'll find Netflix picks and Amazon streaming picks from our buddy Adam Mollyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there Uh, You can purchase some of our Soul Wizard Podcast t-shirts Look good while you're representing the show Um, Another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on the website Click on that big A Do your Amazon shopping, receive your products, and you'll also be helping out our little show here. Uh, You can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you are there. Uh, You can also find us on the Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone, uh, Podbean, and Google Play Music. And you can also stream us through my favorite app to listen to podcasts, Spotify. Spotify. Uh, you can also find our show along with some other great, fantastic podcasts on a nerdpodcastmafia.com website. Shout out to everybody in a nerd podcast mafia. Back to you, Joey.
1: The knocker mouth. I don't know what that is, alien. <laughs> Amazing. All right. So uh, we're going to jump into news then, Mark. You've got a plethora of news. Bring forth what you got for us this week.
2: Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we ready to bring you the
0: news, boy. All right. So this week in nerdy news, um, there was a convention going on in Seattle. I believe it was called the Ace Comic Con where Tom Holland was a guest. Actually, there was a few different guests from Marvel. Um, And Tom Holland appeared on his Instagram uh, to let everyone know that he was sorry that he couldn't make any big announcements for the upcoming Spider-Man movie. But he did say that he got the new script and uh, he was going to start reading it that night. Uh, Whether it was on purpose or by accident, he actually showed the cover of the new script and we have the title of the next Spider-Man movie. It is called Spider-Man Far From Home which reminds yeah. me of uh, the Homeward Bound movie. Uh, it sounds, you know, yeah, that, that's fine. You know, they, they work home in there and, you know, Field Trip was was I thought was going to be one of the options. But, yeah, Far From Home sounds good. Uh, I'm just uh, like, I think I think it sounds good. Aubrey, what about you? What do you think of this title?
2: Why? Why does it have to have home in it? I don't get it. It just seems stupid. I don't like it.
0: We got to get ready for Spider-Man 3 Home Alone.
2: Yeah, pretty. Like, what what is the third one going to be? You already have homecoming. Now you have far away from, far from home. Like, God, just stupid.
1: Home sweet home.
2: Yeah, it's something <laughs> stupid. I don't like it.
1: All right, Joy. what about you? What would you think of it? Um. Okay, I guess uh, I'm kind of on the same page as Aubrey. Like, is, ev- is the next movie going to be also have the word home in it to make this the Spider-Man home trilogy? Yeah, why not? I don't, I don't know. It just doesn't seem very uh, epic. It doesn't seem epic enough. You have like Thor, Ragnarok, <laughs> and then you have Spider-Man Far From Home. I, I don't know. It does fit in line with the rumors of it being about him uh, being overseas on right. some kind of field trip. Yep. So, you know, that's fine. It's. I, I'm expecting the movie to be fucking fantastic because I loved the first one, obviously. So... You know, I don't really care what it's called. It could be called like Spider-Man Poopy Fart Butt, and I'd still go see it. But I don't know. This isn't like reaching out and grabbing me, man. Yeah, I'm more interested in seeing uh, some footage or a teaser or a villain announcement or something that really like like a picture of uh, Jake Gyllenhaal with a fishbowl on his head. Right. (laughs) That that'll grab me. But I do think it's uh, it's hilarious that they uh, that. That he, Tom Holland, always accidentally leaks stuff. So now they're like playing with that. (laughs) I think it's fantastic. I think it's fantastic. I love him as as Spider Man slash Peter Parker. So whatever they want to do, it's fine with me. As long as Marvel's involved. No, 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 not like just Sony, you know? Mm -hmm. And besides,
0: we already got like Spider Man into the Spider Verse for an epic title for a Spider Man movie. We already got one of those already this year. So that's fine. This one is fine. Okay. All right. So uh, next is. Robert Kirkman's comic book Invincible is going to be turned into an animated TV show on Amazon. Uh, it's going to be eight episodes uh, based on his uh, his other hit comic book, which uh, I actually never read. I know I have. I know they were giving out like a version of it for free Comic Book Day once. I know I have that, but I don't think I've ever actually finished it. But I, from what I can tell from the description, it sounded a lot like the movie Sky High. Or the kid who finds out that his parents are superheroes and he's trying to uh, become of age and become his own superhero. I know it's supposed to be violent as hell, um, and I think an animated show on Amazon sounds pretty badass. Uh, I, I'm I'm I, I'm really excited about this. Uh, Joey, what do you know about Robert Kirkman's Invincible?
1: Um, it's awesome, and your description is not even close. Not
0: even close. Damn. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, he his dad is the world's greatest superhero. OK. And he doesn't have powers. And then he gets powers. It's in like, how is first, that? Like,
0: was that not like sky pages. high?
1: Because it, it, he doesn't go off to school with Kurt Russell and <laughs> uh, Killer Frost. Like, <laughs> like there's nothing. It, it is like ultra violent eventually. But like, oh, it's really fucking good. <laughs> Nice. I don't want to say anything more because the more you talk about it, the more it ruins a lot of like crazy twists and stuff. I'm just really sad that it's not live action. Like the fact that it's animated means like all these cool like set pieces and things from the comics, like they can do all that and it's not going to cost like a zillion dollars. Like we don't have to shrink the show down to be about like (laughs) taking place on one street right (laughs) somewhere. Um, They can actually like show outer space and aliens and huge battles and destruction like that's cool. It just sucks because I kind of wanted it to be in live action. But, um, yeah, I mean, as long as it's good and the animation looks good, that's really the most important thing. If it comes out looking like Thundercats roar, there's going to be a problem.
0: <laughs> well, one of the, I know one of the reasons they were psyched to have it animated is so that they can make it as bloody and violent as the comic book. Um, someone was saying that if they did do, like, if they did the violence live action as it shows in the books, there's no way you can get an R rating. It's, like, super extreme.
1: So uh, Yeah, yeah, it gets gets pretty rough, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you will be happy to know, Joey, that there actually is a live action movie. Um, they are still planning that, too. That was already in the works beforehand. So uh, you oh, will really? get to see a live action. Yeah. Um, hmm. Seth Rogen and uh, Evan
1: Goldberg. They're the guys that's doing it. Uh, that'll probably be like really toned down then. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that in retrospect, even though <laughs> it's what I wanted. I want a live action TV show. Oh, OK. There you go. I got you.
0: All right. Aubrey, are you familiar with Invincible at all?
2: No, not at all.
0: No, how does this? How does our awesome description of the the story sound? How does that grab you?
2: I have no idea.
0: <laughs> Is it something it's, that you
1: even might want
0: to see?
2: Probably not. Oh,
1: damn. I promise you, it's awesome, but I don't want to ruin anything that happens <laughs> in the story to you guys. So. Right on. Right on.
0: All right. So, um, speaking of Robert Kirkman, uh, his other TV show, Walking Dead. Uh, As we discussed before, Andrew Lincoln will be leaving the show um, after the next season, I believe, season nine. Uh, But we also found out that one of the old favorites is coming back. Uh, Our boy uh, Shane, the Punisher himself, will be returning to The Walking Dead set for one episode in season nine. Um, I'm not sure if this is stunt casting or jumping a shark. I'm not really sure what's going on. It's got to be like a flashback and it's got to play into Rick leaving the show. But, you know, I like him as an actor. I think it's cool uh, to see him back on the show for at least for one episode. I, I, I'm kind of curious what they're going to do. Aubrey is having Shane back on the show. Uh, is that tempting to go back to watch it at all? No. no, yeah, I didn't think so.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I don't really care. I think that show's gone on for way too long.
0: Yeah, you think it's about time they wrap it up?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been done.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, Joy, what about you? How do you feel about John Bernthal coming back?
1: Um, I love John Bernthal. He's awesome. What has he ever been in that's been bad? Where he's been bad in it? Has oh. he ever been in anything that's <laughs> Where
0: he's been bad? Uh, yeah.
1: Even if the movie wasn't that good or the TV show.
0: Yeah, I have to dig deep. Even he was even good in um, what call it? That movie about the kid that race cars that drove the race car, B- Baby Driver. He was even good yeah. in that and that little bit of scene yeah. that he was in there.
1: Baby Driver was awesome. What? what,
0: what are, you, are you implying something? <laughs> yeah, Baby Driver was good. I wouldn't say I it was awesome. That
2: movie.
1: Did you what just was that? you just watch it, Aubrey?
2: I haven't watched that movie and it's because I think it looks stupid. <laughs> Aubrey,
1: it freaking <laughs> rules, come on. I had to like bend Janine's arm behind her back and force her down in a chair to watch it because of the title of the movie.
2: <laughs> That's pretty much how I feel about it.
1: And then she like loves it and I had to buy it for her on Blu ray. So But uh yeah, he was good in uh was he in Wolf of Wall Street yeah, was, he
0: that, was. He was awesome in that too.
1: I mean, I, I, and he's fucking great as a Punisher. I liked him as Shane in uh, Walking Dead when he was on. Uh, this has to be some kind of flashback or, like, fever dream that uh, Rick is having before he dies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's cool. I, I'm Like I said I, before on the show, I, I'm a season behind at this point. I don't know if I'll ever catch up, to be quite honest with you, because it's just, like, I, I've just lost interest. I've fallen off. Like, the show, I can't believe... That the show sucks this bad now. Like <laughs> when, you know, when they were introducing Negan and I, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is awesome as Negan. Right. So it's just like, wow, this is fucking awesome. I can't wait. And then it's just like terrible and boring. And I'm just like, I, I can't. And now that I work at night, like I don't really, I'm not around. It's not, you know, if when I wasn't working at nights, So a Sunday night, it's nine o'clock. What are we gonna do? You know, like me and Jen, we'll sit down and we'll be watching TV and we'll watch Walking Dead. I'm not home now. I have to put the effort into to to watch it. So if it's not good, I'm not gonna waste like one of the precious like four hours I'm awake (laughs) and not at work each day, (laughs) watching you know people stand three feet apart from each other shooting machine guns for ninety minutes.
0: Yeah, I think it's one of those concepts that it, it might be time. Like it was good for you know, it's a good. It works great in a comic book, but for 6 seasons of a TV show, they have to revamp it or do something to to uh, keep it interesting, and I'm not sure if they've quite gotten there yet. Just well, ki- I mean, killing off well, major characters doesn't isn't helping. Right.
1: We'll see if maybe, you know, as, you know, these main characters that have been on the show forever like Maggie and, uh, you know, Rick, as they leave, and maybe the show morphs into something different, that's cool and and you get another 3 or 4 seasons out of it, but like I said a couple weeks ago, it really feels like this is the, uh, you know, Cousin Oliver, Brady Bunch moment mm-hmm. for the show. You know, like yeah. all these main characters are leaving. You know, you're lucky if you get a season or two more out of it and then they're going to let it go. Yep.
0: Yeah, it's and it too bad
1: uh, Fear of the Walking Dead is, isn't better. I mean, I've heard people say that it's gotten a lot better, but I watched the first two seasons and it was like, oh. Oh,
0: my God. So, you watched they, two whole seasons of it?
1: right like i said i used to have every sunday night off so you know laying on the couch what else is there to do put it on you know. mm-hmm.
0: all right so then in uh what's possibly some of the biggest news uh that came out this week it's finally official we can all breathe a sigh of relief the fox disney merger has gone through so yes ladies and gentlemen Fox characters will be allowed to join the MCU once this deal is completely finalized in about a year. (laughs) So I'm sure Kevin Feige is licking his lips right now, just waiting to uh, start peppering these characters in. I think this is great. I'm glad if it's finally official. Aubrey, what are you most excited about these Fox characters coming into the MCU?
2: Uh, X-Men.
0: Okay. All right.
2: I want to see X-Men and I want to see... Fantastic Four done right. Okay. That's all I really care about right now.
1: <laughs> Who's your favorite X-Men, Aubrey? What is the one X-mans, one X-Mans that you're looking forward to the most?
2: I love Phoenix and Gambit. I don't want to see Channing Tatum as Gambit, though. I don't. Like, so far from my wants. But I would like to see Gambit actually in a movie and good. And I want to see the Phoenix saga. I think that that's awesome. I also want to see somebody other than January Jones play Emma Frost.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, she looked good in the lingerie, but.
2: <laughs> she just has rest resting bitch face.
1: Then she had to move around and you know talk. Yeah. So it <laughs> went downhill fast. Jeez.
2: She's like, I don't even want to be here. I just want to stand here. I feel like that's how she looks in everything that she's in, though. Like, I really don't want to be here. I just want to collect my money.
1: It's kind of hot. <laughs> yeah. All
0: right. So Joey, what about you do? How do you, what are you most excited about this Fox Disney merger uh, being complete?
1: Well, I mean, like everybody, I mean, I don't care about, you know, re- regulations and monopolies and all that stuff. I care about X-Men and Fantastic Four movies. So, right. Um, <laughs> I just want to see a good X-Men movie. I feel like it's been, fuck, but like, Fourteen it's years, been really? That's right. It's been eighty-four years. <laughs> but I don't. Know, I I don't feel like I've walked out of an X-Men related movie and been like, "Yeah, fuck yeah!" Since <laughs> X Two Colon X-Men United, I think that was the last one I walked out of like fist pumping with zero reservations about what I just watched.
0: Mm-hmm. You might be absolutely right. I might have to agree with you on that one.
1: So, I, you know give me everything. Right. (laughs) I just, I'm, I don't want, uh, I just don't want X-Men to like overtake the whole MCU. That's my only, my, my, I'm scared of, you know, I don't want there to suddenly be like X-Men everywhere. Like give them like one movie. They can interact a little bit, but I don't need like 15 X-Men movies in a year, but you know, we'll see. I I trust them implicitly. So whatever they want to do, you know, we're excited about Eternals movie. I mean, (laughs) They'll, they'll, they'll make it work, right? Right. I, and, and give me Rogue, who isn't like, uh, who isn't basically being Jubilee,
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and I'll be happy.
0: Yeah, I just want Kevin Feige to play around with these characters, with the uh, characters that he hasn't had a chance to mess around with. Um, I think him bringing a Fantastic Four into the MCU is going to be really cool. That's what I'm probably most excited for. I like the X Men movies. I mean, they're not great but I enjoy them. I think they work for the most part. But yeah, Fantastic Four, that's what I really want to see him get his mitts on. So I, I want to see that done like under the, the lens of the MCU. I think that'd be a really, really good movie. Or
1: right, movies. and they get all the villains back that are associated with Fantastic Four. So, you know, Kang and Doctor Doom and anilis and the annihilation wave that would be one i would probably be the most excited for but there's just so much cool stuff that's also tied to that fantastic four license Has nothing to do with fantastic four <laughs> <laughs> i'm excited i'm very excited
0: all right so uh, speaking of disney and fox um oh actually yeah one of the other cool things about this merger is that uh disney now gets the rights to the original star wars movies the original um on special edition Star Wars movies, which I think is pretty badass. Um, and Star Wars uh, did release a; they didn't really release an announcement, but there was word that they are going to be putting a hold on their spinoff movies moving forward. Uh, with the less than stellar run that Solo did at the theaters, they are trying to re- reevaluate what they're going to be doing moving forward. So they're not canceling them, but the Obi Wan movie, the Boba Fed movie. And uh, I guess there was one based on Mos Eisley. Uh, they are reassessing how they're going to go about making these spinoff movies, which I think is the smartest thing that they've done. Giving, making so many movies and giving them to these up-and-coming directors seemed like a great idea on paper, but obviously it hasn't been working out for them financially. Uh, I'm glad that they're going to be doing this. Joey, how do you feel about the Star Wars movies taking a, a little bit of a backseat for now?
1: Well, you know, I would be happy with like four Star Wars movies a year. Jesus, that's a lot. I could never happen. If you could to make twelve a year, and I would be happy. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand, you know. it's Star Wars is not uh, Marvel. You know, Star Wars needs to be needs time to breathe. You can't release a movie every six months, and it, it, it's not just Star Wars. It it's one thing that Marvel does is it builds so every movie feels organic and like something you want to go see. Like even. And like Ant-Man and the Wasp, like people are excited about seeing that. And it's two like Z characters. You know, yeah. I know, you know, they were both founding members of the Avengers. Like to us as nerds, like, you know, they're still important characters. But, you know, to your layman average person 10 years ago, they had no idea who those people fucking were. Right. You know, Marvel has built it to a point where they can make these movies where you're like, well, I don't know if that's something I really would want to go see. And then you're like, OK, I want to see that. You know, I don't think Star Wars has. Gotten to that point where you can do something like Han Solo, uh, a prequel featuring someone playing Han Solo who doesn't look like Han Solo. <laughs> and, you know, I, when we saw the movie, I actually didn't have a problem with it, but, you know, it was, it, it was a hard sell and nobody bit. And then they also had to reshoot the entire movie. Right. <laughs> so, you know, there were a lot of issues there. But I, man, I'd love to see a Boba Fett movie. I don't really want to see a Most Isley Tales from Most Most Isley movie. What the hell is that? Unless it was like kind of like Pulp Fiction with like a whole bunch of different stories like woven together. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Now now that I think about it, that's actually kind of cool. (laughs) It'd probably be something um, like that. Well, that but that's part of the problem with the brand too. Is like you could make a movie like that for like I don't know, hundred million bucks, like eighty million bucks. Like there's there's room to make a lower budget Star Wars movie not everything has to be episode eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Like there's, there's room to make those movies, but I don't think the brand works that way. Like, you know what I mean? Like if you release a star Wars movie, like people are expecting it to be a bombastic, huge blockbuster movie. Mm-hmm. So you can't turn around and now make a, a low budget or moderate budget, small scale Boba Fett movie. People are going to be like, Oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, so I, I don't know if the brand works that way. So it's fine. It's it, it sucks. I would like to see uh, Obi Wan, and like I said, I really love to see a Boba Fett movie. Maybe they could, you know, make these lower budget and stick them on a streaming service. I don't think Ewan and McGregor is going to be in a direct to streaming uh, movie, but you know, other concepts. There's no reason why you can't stick a most Eisley movie on Disney streaming service. You know what? You know what solves all of this, Mark? What's that? Make a movie and make it good. (laughs) If episode nine knocks it out of the park, not that I had any problems with The Last Jedi. I mean, I had a couple issues here and there, but not like some people had. I'm not clamoring to (laughs) for Lucasfilm to allow (laughs) fans to remake the movie. Hey, I contributed to that. I say, let's remake it. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) If we can get Tommy Wiseau to direct it and play Kylo Ren, (laughs) I'm all in. I'm all in. Remake everything. But, uh, you know, if, if episode nine knocks it out of the park, no, one, none of this matters. No one's going to even care. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. now, now, Aubrey, would you be more excited to watch a Star Wars spinoff movie on a big screen or you think it's something that might be better suited for the streaming service?
2: If it is in a streaming service, I am not going to watch it. Let's be honest. Yeah, I'm just I'm gonna feel like it's one of those straight to Netflix kind of things, and I'm just not going to. I'm not gonna feel motivated to watch it.
0: Wow, so you wanted to see it on a big screen, big screen or bust, basically.
2: Yeah, if it's not on a big screen, the likelihood of me actually going out of my way to watch it is minimal.
1: Gotcha. What if it was uh, Rose Tico? A Star Wars story.
2: <laughs> I, I mean...
1: She travels the galaxy looking for unflattering jumpsuits to wear.
2: <laughs> My motivation is very slim.
0: I love Rose Tico. I can't wait for her to come back in the next one.
2: I feel bad that people just destroyed her on Instagram.
0: Yeah, no, nobody hates Star Wars more than Star
1: Wars fans. It's mm-hmm. weird, though, that like people would harass the actress. Like She, she didn't fucking write the movie. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. seriously. She, and she had... Yeah, like, so you, don't, you don't see people harassing like Henry Cavill because all three <laughs> movies he's been Superman and have been fucking shit.
0: So your CG mustache was awful, Henry Cavill. Nobody could be dying of fire. Henry Cavill. <laughs> we're gonna,
1: we're gonna all he did was work out and show up and put on a spandex suit.
0: <laughs> I say we raise some money to remake Justice League with a uh, Nicolas oh, Cage Jesus. as a uh, Superman.
1: I feel bad for Henry Cavill. He seems like he likes being Superman and he looks like Superman. Like if you look at him, i not when his mouth is CG like halfway <laughs> off his face, but if you look at a picture of him, you're like, Oh cool Superman. But then like you watch a movie and it's like, Oh, there's an explosion and people are dying. What should I do? I'll stand here and frown in slow motion. <laughs> Who wrote this shit? <laughs>
0: Well, he did say in an interview uh, for Justice League that he's finally gotten to play the Superman that he wants to play. So moving forward, I'm sure it would be a lot more. He'll get his chance.
1: It, yeah, I remember him. all those comics where Superman's mouth was all weird looking. <laughs> that's my favorite Superman.
0: All right. All right. So, uh, so yeah, so that's it for, um, for uh, Star Wars news. Um, and then the last thing is we got a trailer this week for Creed 2. Uh, Michael B. Jordan is back as... Apollo Creed's son, Adonis Creed, Uh, Sylvester Stallone is back as Rocky, and uh, it looks like they're going to be going through some trials and tribulations, and the very last shot of the trailer gives you a really good idea of what type of movie this is. Aubrey, what did you think of the Creed 2 trailer?
2: It's cool. I didn't see Creed 1, but it looks (laughs) cool.
0: (laughs) Aubrey, you need to watch Creed 1. I'm sorry, you don't need to watch it, but you should watch it. It's really good. It's really, really good. Um, Joey, I would imagine you were like almost in tears when this trailer dropped. What'd you think of Creed II?
1: Hello, my friend, we <laughs> again. That's how I felt when I started watching it. <laughs> no, I was fucking pumped, dude. It's, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm really excited. I could watch this freaking same movie over and over and over again. Oh, bad things are happening. Here's a speech from Rocky on the street. <laughs> here's, a, here's a boxing match. Here's the odds to overcome.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I, what did you think of a big reveal at the end of it, though?
1: Well, I already knew it because <laughs> we're nerds, so we already <laughs> knew it was happening in the movie. Uh, uh, hopefully there's a storyline that makes sense for it. You know, like, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. But whose baby is that? Is that his baby? With with Tessa Thompson,
0: yeah, yeah, because I, I think this does take take place a few years later.
1: Okay, I don't know. I'm interested. My my, my also my excitement comes from the possibility of Creed three and four. Oh God, because <laughs> as we know in in Rocky three, that's when it kind of started to go off the rails right. and go from like being well made like drama mo- sports movies to being like ridiculous. <laughs> I want to see Michael B. Jordan running up a mountain for training while, like, Hearts on Fire is playing. <laughs> so, that, that, that's my excitement.
0: I'm really hoping it does not come to that. I'm sorry, Joey. Uh, who
1: could be the Mr. T, like, type character for Creed Three?
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. There's got to be another uh, Clubber Lang from the fight. Yeah, who would play him? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Just get um, the guy that played Mr. T in the a movie.
1: Please. No, Rampage is a yes, Rampage. terrible actor. <laughs> and he's really fat now. Oh shit. Yeah, he's uh, fighting at fucking heavyweight now.
0: Oh damn.
1: He used to be a middleweight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for sports. Sorry for sports.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think the trailer looks pretty badass. I love the fact that he's going to be fighting Drago's son or a Drago uh, to get revenge for his dad. I think that's Drago! pretty I think that's so badass. So uh, yeah, I'm all in and the movie looks amazing.
1: Like it yeah, just I'm gonna visually go run it looks like a mountain.
0: <laughs> visually, it looks just beautiful. So uh, I can't wait. I'm really excited.
1: I'm, I'm really excited.
0: I was kind of worried about the guy that had to follow in Ryan Kugler's uh, footsteps for uh, the Creed movie, but this one looks really good. I'm really excited for it. Cool. All right. So uh, yeah, that's it. That's it for the nerdy when news. When does that come out, Mark? Uh, that comes out, I want to say, see, at the end of this year.
1: This year? Okay. Wow.
0: Uh, nope. They, well, they don't have a date for it, but it is 2018. I believe if the other one, if it follows any other one, it should be out around Thanksgiving. Cool. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah. So that's it for the news.
1: Awesome. Well, I guess then it's time to move on to our little review and reaction of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. We all had a chance to see it. We'll start without spoiling anything. As we jump into this guy here and we'll give some impressions and then Mark will play a spoiler sound drop and then we'll spoil what we thought about the movie in actuality. And we'll review it and give it a score and send you on your way. So to start, what did everyone think of the movie, Mark?
0: Yeah, I realized that my judgment on these Jurassic Park movies are just completely out of whack. I enjoyed the hell
1: out of this movie. I thought it was really, really good. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh Aubrey.
2: Um it has a special place in my heart, so it's hard for me to say that I disliked it. However, <laughs> I feel as though it is going on too long.
1: Mhm. It was a movie that I saw.
2: <laughs>
1: All right, that's not bad. That that's the best I can say. <laughs> there were moving pictures on a screen and there were dinosaurs. That's true. Yes. <laughs> Alright, does anyone have anything to say without spoiling the movie? No. Mark? Uh, You know, the, the
0: spoiler stuff is what makes it interesting, so, uh, no. Yeah,
1: I, <laughs> I, 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 let's just jump right into it. Alright, we're going to play the spoiler soundtrack, and then we're going to start spoiling.
0: One clear, <laughs>
2: spoiler.
1: This nah, a nah. spoiler. You will die alone. Alright, spoilers are free. Go nuts.
2: I think that the ending was really stupid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, by ending, do you mean like the second half of the movie or the third act or the little like Marvel tag at the end of it?
2: I don't like that they're like humans and dinosaurs will just have to learn how to coexist. Like, why?
0: All right. So there's a big debate through this whole movie of of these dinosaurs are going to be extinct more or less, um, because this island is exploding. How do you guys, where do you guys come down on whether the dinosaurs should be, uh, should they perish on the island or should they be saved from the island? Aubrey.
2: You know, I kind of feel a little weary about stating my opinion about whether dinosaurs should live or die, because I feel as though it is so close To the debate about whether illegal immigrants should be legal citizens in the US. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there's going to be some strong opinions about people being like, dinosaurs are creatures too. They should live, they should have rights. Dinosaurs have rights. They were brought into this world. I believe that all dinosaurs should have rights. Mm -hmm. And I'm a little afraid of getting some backlash. From some people saying that dinosaur lives matter too.
0: That's a fair point. that's a, a lot of the characters in a movie thought.
2: Yeah. I'm, but, however, you have brought in, into the world a species that did not, a species that was wiped out and extinct, and therefore has no idea how to live in a modern world. Like, why, why would you. Why would you mess with their destiny?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Joey, what side did you fall on for this? Uh just
1: fucking let them die, who cares? <laughs> yeah. But so here's the thing, like, all right, so you you made these dinosaurs in a lab, right? Yep. So you have all the, you know, information and whatnot, how you made these dinosaurs. Yep. Why don't you just make a lab and make some more dinosaurs? Why do you have to go to the island with, like, cranes and trucks and boats?
2: Because it wouldn't be a show. There wouldn't be a well, movie. No,
1: no. I mean, I understand, like, there wouldn't be a movie if that didn't happen. It's just, like, you know, anything yeah. overthinking it. But, you know what I mean? Like, why can't you just go make some more dinosaurs? They had a whole lab at that guy's house where they made a, a kid.
2: <laughs> you know, that's what drives me nuts about movies <laughs> these days is that I feel like I I always focus too much on the loophole. And I'm like, well, why couldn't you do this? Why did it have to happen this way? And then that ruins the entire movie for me.
1: Well, the only, only thing I could think is because, you know, they, they wanted specifically blue because it was like some special raptor that imprinted on Chris Pratt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. But that didn't, that doesn't make any sense. So, okay, so go get that one raptor. You didn't have to bring a fucking Brontosaurus on a boat. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. You know? I don't get it. <laughs> but let me ask you guys something. Did it bother you that almost every single set piece in the entire movie was ruined in the in the commercials?
0: Uh, I did notice that, too. Yeah. Um. Luckily, I didn't. Um. I couldn't remember, like, too much from the previews. But, yeah, like, going through the movie, it's like, okay, you already know what's going to happen because you've already seen the scene coming up. You've already seen a clip from the scene coming up. So yeah, that did that did kind of suck, but it didn't you know it didn't really ruin it for me.
1: Mm. I don't know. I thought even with the stupidity of why don't we just grow more dinosaurs somewhere else, I thought the first like forty five minutes to an hour of the movie where they go to the island and the volcano's exploding and they're running around and jumping on stuff and blah blah blah. I thought that was actually good. I thought that was fantastic. I really liked that. I would have liked to see. That extrapolated into a whole movie. Um, once they leave the island, it was just awful. Oh, really? It was so bad and so lame. And then it's like, oh, this girl is a clone of, of her mother. And, like, it just goes over like a wet fart. Like, who cares? Like, I mean, I understand the implications of the fact that he made a clone of his daughter. But it it's some guy you've never met with a girl you don't care about. And then they show a picture of her. And I gotta be honest with you, there are people sitting around us in the movie theaters. Like, Oh, she looks just like her mother. (laughs) Like they didn't get it at all. Like people didn't get it at all. Like that was such a wet fart of a revelation. And then after all that, like it's never mentioned again. Like they don't care. You know, like,
2: I don't know. I have seen enough movies to know that making a clone of a child is a bad idea because they're never going to be the same. So I would never clone my child.
1: Right, right. I mean, you would think in any of these places people would have seen enough movies to know that none of this is ever going to end well.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: But it was just like no one cared. Like <laughs> like okay, I understand like there's like pterodactyls flying around in the suburbs of Arizona, but there's also a clone of like a little girl clone is like running around and no one cares. See,
0: for some reason, the whole movie, I thought that little girl was the daughter of the little girl from the first movie, not from blue. (laughs) You remember in the first movie, there was the the girl and her little brother who were like the kids of the movie. I thought that little girl was the daughter of the, of that girl.
2: John Hammond, yeah, John Hammond's grandkids or something. Yeah,
0: right, right. That's what I thought it was. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's a cool little callback. And then when it was I wish re-
2: they would do that. Like, why haven't they done that?
0: Well, they were in a the movie, they were in the second movie for like like 30 seconds. Second <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I keep wanting for them to like you know, bring those characters back too. Um, so yeah, like the entire movie, I'm like, oh shit, they're gonna reveal that it's that what's your name's kid? That's pretty cool. So I'm waiting for this reveal. It then it showed that it's, she's actually, you know, a clone of of another character that we never met. And it is kind of cool that that's what drove Hammond and the new guy, um, the other guy, uh, apart. You know, Hammond wanted to make dinosaurs. This guy was all about making dinosaurs, but he's also about making a clone of his daughter, which is really strange. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. But now it's, these movies are getting into, like, serious sci-fi-ness. And that's why I liked it, because... You can't take it too seriously at all.
1: See, that's why I didn't like it at all. Because, like to me, Jurassic Park is there's a park, there's dinosaurs in it. People go to the park, something goes wrong, and you know then they do whatever happens. <laughs> you know, star wipe in credits. Yeah, but they it's they've, not they it's not clones and fucking hybrid raptor monsters climbing in your window and it's like what what is going on? They've done that like four
0: times already. Well, it's time they, they had, had the a, they had a fresh
1: spin on it in the first half of the movie when they're running around the park with the volcano exploding and and stuff happening, and then they're like, "No, we got to go. We wasted all our budget on this volcano. The rest of the movie has to take place <laughs> in the three rooms in the mansion."
0: <laughs> well, you remember that scene? Remember the scene in the um, in the very first movie, the scene of them in like the kitchen area, like r- running through, and the Raptors were smart enough to figure out how to turn right. the. Uh, the handles to the doors
1: it's like that scene just expanded yeah but that's the whole problem with the whole fucking movie at points is it's, it's always like that scene like that scene it's like hey kids remember at the end <laughs> of the first Jurassic World when Blue saved them from the Indominus Rex well now it's back and Blue's saving them from whatever the fuck the name of this thing was oh, Raptor right. monster guy
2: Endoraptor whatever.
1: Endoraptor Smoking that endo, <laughs> but just, I'm so sick of the callbacks. I don't know. just, I, you know, it's like it's not like I didn't like it. Like I said, I really liked the first half of the movie. It just falls the fuck apart afterwards, and mm. it's just very frustrating. And a lot of it is that like you don't give a shit about like anything that's happening. Like I don't care about clone little girl, um, the guy from Star Trek First Contact. Like how did how did that guy get suffocated in his bed? Like, all right, so you have the money to have a to like recreate dinosaurs in your basement, but you don't have a fucking alarm on your uh, <laughs> on your on your monitor, your health monitor. <laughs> so, right. like, like, and you go to any hospital, and like your IV bag goes out when you're in the hospital, and like alarms start going off, and nurse comes running in. This guy got fucking suffocated and was dead for like six hours, and nobody even <laughs> checked. But he has the money and the technology to build a fucking dinosaur in the basement. So.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. The whole house thing is absolutely ridiculous. It makes no sense at all. Like no one. It, it, the whole thing of the, the little dinosaur like breaking um, Chris, Pat, Chris Pratt and uh, Bryce Dallas Howard out of prison. Like it running into the wall to like smash it. Like no one else heard that or felt that thing like part of the wall coming down inside of the house. The thing's running around, just smashing into stuff, and no one notices it at all until it comes out Why of the elevator. Why
1: were the prices on the dinosaurs so low at the auction?
2: You're just trying to get rid of them.
0: It's unprecedented, know. you know? How how much would you sell a dinosaur for?
1: Well, I would assume more than, like, your average baseball player's contract.
0: I'm <laughs> <laughs> just wondering what these people are going to do with the fucking dinosaur once they ship it back to wherever they're from, in Moscow
1: or... Ride around on <laughs> it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to do yabba dabba do down the back of it That's every right. day. Yeah, it every day at 5 o'clock, a whistle is going to go off, and I'm going to slide down its tail. Yeah. Think like how awful it is in the world of the Flintstones. Like, you worked all day at a rock quarry, and it's time to go home. And the only way to get home is you have to, like, put your feet down on the ground and physically push the fucking car. <laughs> like, ugh. Oh, sorry. That was an aside. But go ahead.
0: Yeah, I, I – all right, so what did you guys think of uh, what did you guys think of the characters Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard coming back? What did you guys think of those two characters?
2: I wish that they had like stayed together. I feel like that was was again like done in the past movies because Alan Grant and um, Ellie were together in the first movie, and then by the third movie, she um, she was with some other dude and had a baby with some other dude. Like, what happened? you never find out what happened between them. And then I feel like that kind of coincided with Brace Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt.
0: Yeah. I think it it was kind of cheap that they spend the whole first movie of watching them, you know, trying to be at odds and then get together. And then when this movie starts, they're back at odds and we have to watch (laughs) them get together again. It's like, we already seen
1: this. They already did this in the last one. Again, it's, 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 there's that thing again, like, Oh, you guys loved watching them get back together (laughs) in the first movie. Here it is again. Yeah, that was kind of a lazy I, I will say I, I love Bryce Dallas Howard. I think she's really, really hot. Really? <laughs> but not in a, like, hot way. Like, I want to take her on dates to Chili's. <laughs> and then maybe after three months of that, we could make love in the missionary position <laughs> with the lights out.
2: Hmm. <laughs>
1: Does that make sense to you guys? No,
2: no, I, you know, I, I actually think that she's like super pretty. And when I actually follow her on Instagram, because I like how she accentuates her body type. If that's right.
1: that, that's probably why I, I follow her on Instagram too.
2: I <laughs> think it's different though. Like I am not, I think that she doesn't give in to like being skinny, skinny. Like she's a curvy woman. And I like that, so I think that that kind of instills a little bit of confidence in me because she's curvy and she makes it look good.
1: But she's actually classy. curvy; she's not just like morbidly obese and being like, "You can't handle all this meat. Go get a bone."
2: Right? She's classy. She's very classy.
1: I did like that. Uh, Chris Pratt smelled her hair at one point in the movie. I was like, "That's right. This guy knows what's up." And like my my daughter was just like just dying, just <laughs> laughing so hard because a lot of times I sneak up behind my wife and try to smell her hair, so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The sh, the sharing light is bright today. <laughs> 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 oh, but I didn't like any of the other characters in the movie. I thought the evil um, guy, I don't even know what his name was or what his job was. The, like, it was like Eli guy, something. Was- Eli Whitney, the inventor of the cotton gin. Um, I, I don't know. Whatever. He was, he was so generic. He was like such a trope. You could have like made him out of footage from other movies. Like just stupid. I didn't like the little girl. She's annoying. She's screaming all the time. Oh, I liked the little girl.
0: I thought she was actually pretty cool.
1: Whack. And, uh, yeah, everybody else was superfluous. I didn't like either of those two new characters, the screeching guy with the glasses mm-hmm. or, uh, the, uh, You know, tough girl who don't need no man. Right. Who uh, was like, uh, whatever you call it. I don't know. (laughs) phlebotomist. Veterinary. Veterinarian.
0: Dinosaur veterinarian.
1: Dino vet. T-Rex blood into a raptor and everything was fine. I don't know. Whatever.
0: (laughs) I did like the way that the guy was uh, like towards the end of the movie, he wound up working and and like uh, off the docks. They like call he they were like hiding away from the bad guys and he got caught and they're like, oh, you're part of this team. Come come and help us unload the ship. And then like he pops up later on in the movie as a fucking scientist in the lab. How did that happen?
1: (laughs) Like we have to we have to wait for the spinoff movie in the Jurassic World cinematic universe. Oh, shit. Yep. Doc Worker, a Jurassic (laughs) World story.
0: I was just about to say that. Exactly. Yeah, so, like, once I see shit like that, I'm like, all right, you have to treat these movies like horror movies. They don't make
1: sense, but you just got to enjoy the ride. That's what she said. Uh, you know, <laughs> like I said, I, I'm okay with that as long as I get what I want out of it. And what I don't want out of it is 45 minutes to an hour of running around in a mansion. It's not Resident Evil. It's fucking Jurassic Park. Where's the park? Where's the park?
2: <laughs> Where the park at, yeah, though.
1: It's, giraffe, it's fallen kingdom. That's the kingdom. Did it fall? I don't know. Maybe.
2: I, I just feel like we're in a dinosaur version of iRobot at this point. Ugh. Yeah.
0: All right. So, what did you guys think of the very end, where they're trying to decide if all of the dinosaurs again should all perish uh, by the uh, the poisonous gas that's spreading through the basement, or should they be set free? When Bryce da- Dallas Howard agreed to let them all die. I was like, Ooh, thank goodness. Finally, finally someone smart in this movie. And then uh, I the- want to
2: know where Alan Grant is.
0: <laughs> He's going to be the first one killed in the next He's one. <laughs> gonna,
2: can you imagine the look on his face when he finds out that they didn't kill him? He's going to be like, are you kidding me? Somebody give me a gun. I'll kill myself right now.
1: What a fucking terrible idea. Like <laughs> these dinosaurs just out into the world.
2: Like, what do they think is going to fucking happen? Like,
1: there's a, there's a raptor and it's going into, I mean, yeah, great. Blue is really nice, you know, because it, 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 blue has the ability to jump out of the shadows at the (laughs) most appropriate plot point times, but it's also going to go into the suburbs and eat children. Mm -hmm. Yep. Like, was, that's okay. Like that, that save, saving those 15 dinosaurs was worth like dooming humanity (laughs) to extinction. Like. Are you kidding me right now? And you made them in a fucking lab. Just make some more of them. (laughs) If you want them that bad, just grow some more fucking dinosaurs. Jesus Christ.
2: You know what Jurassic Park is? Like the the main idea behind Jurassic Park. It is like bad decisions. Like, hey, you think you're making bad decisions with your life? Hold my beer.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It's just frustrating, again, because the crux of these huge decisions in the movie are stupid. So, like, why, why can't you just make some more dinosaurs? Just make some more. I don't get it.
0: It, it costs and, millions and millions of dollars to make one dinosaur egg, I would true, imagine. True,
1: but it, it's the point. Like, they're like, oh, they're, they're animals that are alive and blah, blah, blah. You grow them in a fucking lab. So, you know what? Sometime in the future, somebody with a bunch of money, they can grow them in a lab again. They weren't there before, and I feel they were like there is afterwards. Like,
2: this is like an abortion debate. Oh jeez, yeah. is it alive or is it dead?
1: Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, I wouldn't like, you know, go to a island with a volcano on it to like get my car. I'd just go buy a new car. You
0: know? <laughs> right? <laughs> what if the car like talked to you? What if the car was like Kit from Knight Rider?
1: I could put another computer in the new car.
2: You know? <laughs> Lando did it.
1: That's yeah, true. He did. yeah he did it a lot
0: (laughs) uh yeah jeff goldblum's character from the first movie was right from the jump uh and for some reason here we are five movies four movies later and they still have not learned their lessons they should not have made the dinosaurs in the first place dinosaurs had their chance and nature chose them to be extinct so uh yeah, I have no idea what they're gonna do with the next one. Isn't there some kind of cartoon where men and dinosaur are like friends? I mean, besides the Flintstones, uh, Danny the
2: di- Danny and the Dinosaur, or something like that.
1: Denver the Last Dinosaur. Uh,
2: there's a show. It's like Danny, Danny and dino the Dinosaurs.
1: Saucers? Wasn't there like a
0: weekly TV show that was kind of like like Mask or GI Joe, where people like rode dinosaurs? Dino and, Riders. Dino Riders. That sounds right. Dinosaurs where they had the baby. Not the baby. Not the mama. Not
2: the mama. <laughs> <laughs> Not the mama. <sighs>
0: yeah, so I don't know what they're gonna do for the next one. I just keep in mind that Steven Spielberg did executive produce all of these movies. So he gave it the thumbs up. What yeah, is right. he doing? They, they like
1: came into his house, like, here's sign here, 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 here's your check by. <laughs> no, he legit has a vocal say in yeah. these movies.
2: And then he yeah, changed yeah, it into pennies and he based in it. He's like, my money, my money. <laughs>
0: All right, so I think that's enough for Jurassic World. Um, all right, well, well, before we end it, where would you rank this one as far as the other four movies? Um, let's start with Aubrey. Aubrey, one to five, where does this one rank for you?
2: Uh, probably four, three or four. Okay. You know, number one is always going to be number one. Right. You can never change number one. However, number two, I found to be trash. So it moved down a little bit. And then number three, I've been forced to watch so many times because no one loves the Spinosaurus in it, that it has slightly moved up to as (laughs) less irritating than two. But I really did like four. So, you know, that's about, you know, maybe this is towards the end.
0: Towards the end. All right. Joey, I would imagine this one is all the way on the bottom for you.
1: Um, uh, yeah, I mean, let's see. I'd put obviously the original Jurassic Park is number one. That's movies an absolute classic. I I think Jurassic World is probably two. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I did like Jurassic World. I mean, it's not great, but I liked it. Um, I guess the lost world would be three. Um, eh, I don't know. It's kind of neck and neck between this and part three. I think part three is pretty terrible. And I think the second half of this is terrible. But like I said, I really did like the first half. So I don't know. I'd have to let it sit more before I can decide. Gotcha.
0: Uh, I would probably put this one like at number three. One. <laughs> I wouldn't put it number one. The first one is always going to be the, the best one, the most classic one. Um, But I put number three like higher. I love number three. Like loved
1: it. Uh, I have to watch it again. I haven't watched it in probably like 10 years. It's so,
0: it's so bad. I mean, it, it's it's. It's what I would want from a dinosaur movie. I don't want, you know, these long explanations of whether it's our moral obligation to keep dinosaurs alive. I don't care about that shit. I want a dinosaur. I want like a, a monster movie with dinosaurs. And that's what number three is. It's just a goofy monster movie with dinosaurs. And
2: that's I what, think the more you watch three, the more you did, I, you don't hate it anymore.
0: <laughs> I loved it right from the jump. The first time I saw it, I loved it. There's a part where a pterodactyl comes out of the fog until a bridge to attack him. It's like one of my favorite things ever. I love it. Um, and the same thing goes for this one too. It's, you know, moral obligation, uh, moral dilemmas aside, is just like a monster movie that quote unquote stars dinosaurs. I think it's great. I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with it. And the script is awful, but the direction is amazing. The guy that directed this movie, well, he did an amazing job with it. J.A. Boy Yana, I think his name is. His directing is, is unbelievable in this movie. So, uh, yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot.
2: I think the other thing that makes me like 3 a little bit more is that it has Alan Grant in it. Mm. And he's just like this bitter old man who's like, why, are, why is humanity so stupid? <laughs> and like, yes, why is humanity so stupid?
0: Yeah, he's great. He's great in that one, in part 3.
2: He pretty much goes throughout the entire movie, movie wondering why nobody will listen to him. And he's always right. Every single (laughs) time he's right. And he's the only one that's been on the island. So then he's like, really? I'm the only one who's been on this island and you people still will not listen to me. Why is humanity (laughs) so stupid?
1: That sounds like you you or me at work all day.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and it really is like, (laughs) as a side note, we got into a debate with a customer who couldn't understand why when they traded in their system they had to have a controller with it. They're like, but that doesn't make any sense. And we're like, but we have to resell this. Why should somebody else have to buy a controller when we gave you a full system? Why should they not have a full system? They're paying for a full system. He's like, that that doesn't make any sense. Why would you need a controller? Stupidity like,
1: really? finds a way.
2: <laughs> yeah, you really just stare at people and you're like, really? That doesn't make sense to you? <sighs>
1: All right, well, let's wrap it up with a rating out of five. Aubrey, on a scale of zero to five.
2: I'm going to give it a a 3.25.
1: Jesus, you are an easy grader.
2: I I really am because I second-guessed myself the entire time.
1: Mark.
0: Yeah, I can definitely recognize that this is not a good movie compared to the other ones, but I had so much fun while I was watching it, so uh, I'm going to give it a four out of five
1: wow Okay, i gave it a two and a half out of five and i would say the 0.5 of it it's about a two but the 0.5 of it is because again i really liked the first half of the movie when they were actually on the island and i really wish the movie had just been about them on the island while the volcano was exploding Mm -hmm. i think that would that's the movie not running around a mansion with a clone girl not Attack of the Clones, Jurassic Park edition. You
0: know? What did you think of the fact that they showed off her high heels like right from the jump
1: at the beginning? of the I movie? thought that was funny. I, yeah, I thought that was funny. Any 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 time we can get Bryce Dallas Howard sweaty and running in slow motion, I'm happy. So.
0: <laughs> she was definitely perspiring a lot more, like glistening a lot more than uh. Right.
1: I would expect in in this movie. It's like that's right. You you sit there breathing heavily and sweating. <laughs> that's right. Now let's go to Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's wrap it up. Some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey, lay it on us. You're working at GameStop. All the new games are in and out of the store. What do you have for us this week?
2: You know, Fallout 76 is coming out. It's really cool. I'm super excited for new Fallout, honestly. If you pre-order it, you get access to the beta, which is awesome. It'll probably be broken because it's Bethesda. (laughs) But... You know, I have to tell people it won't be, so they'll pre-order it. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited about Fallout 76. Kingdom Hearts finally got a release date, which is exciting. Let's not believe it, though, but that's exciting. But nothing really, I don't know, nothing's really come out lately that's exciting for me. The, wait, no, there was a new Gundam Breaker. I haven't bought it yet but it looks awesome because I love Gundam and it's kind of, you get a lot to customize and you get to customize your own Gundam. So that's exciting for me.
1: I'm on right. by. Cool. On, bye. I'm looking forward to days gone, but we'll see what that looks like when it comes out. Yeah. Uh, Mark, what do you got for us this week?
0: Uh, yeah, I was, uh, we were talking about a uh, cloak and dagger like a few episodes ago and uh, I was going to keep watching it to see if it, if it uh, starts to get better, it actually has been getting better. i um, about, four episodes in and, uh, are finally starting to cloak and dagger around. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I recommend, uh, getting caught up with cloak and dagger. They're starting to, to really, uh, meet, understand their powers and they're off, uh, off and running. So that's nice. They're
1: finally cloaking and daggering. Right. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, uh, I'll first recommend that everybody go to so dot com, where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right hand side of the page movie reviews, and streaming picks from Adam and Markellis, and so much more, so was podcast.com. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, or just about any pod-catching app under the sun. And uh, don't forget to go on iTunes, leave us a five-star review. We certainly enjoy that and like it. Um, You can always email us listener questions. uh, Time permitting, we do try to answer one at least a week. It's been a couple weeks because... There's been a lot going on. But I am archiving them, getting them ready for when it's time to answer them. So please keep them coming. So is podcast at yahoo.com or slide into our DMs on social media. Um, a couple of recommendations. A new season of Voltron dropped uh, last week, I think. And it is freaking awesome. So catch up on Voltron. Six seasons. They're only about six episodes each, and they're half an hour. Also, we got this weekend coming up. If you're in our area, Foxwoods Resort Casino, the wonder of it all brings you Comic-Con, a show for the fans, by the fans. Uh, we'll be there. Me and Mark Ellis will be there as press, checking it out and bringing you all the news from Comic-Con next week on the podcast. Don't forget to check it out at Uh That's going to do it. For episode number 203 of the So Wizard podcast, I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield.
2: So uh, so what? long, so long, <laughs> listeners. Wow. I was going to sing, but then I just kind of stumbled all over it.
1: Good job. Get, get some uh, sleep, Aubrey. Dream yeah. of re- reservations and power-up rewards cards. Uh. And uh, the expert, Mr. Marquis Marquellis Reagans.
0: Uh, I hope everybody have a good week and uh, Wakanda forever
1: we'll see you next week wrapping up Comic-Con good journey